Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So Sebastian, what's this one for? Small screen 90s? What the hell is that? Chris Barnes and AMJ review shows from the 90s out of 90. Why the hell would you do that for? They've got a new Patreon. Ah, begging for money now, is it? What'd you get from it? Exclusive episodes, yes. Early episodes, you get to hear it before anyone else. Merch, yeah, and so much more. That's very vague. And recording of live shows. Oh, nice. So where can you go and get this? The Small Screen 90s Patreon page on Patreon. Oh, that's good, isn't it? The Trophy Good podcast was always better. Bosh. Hello, how are you? Hello. I wondered if you were talking to the listener or me. I'm talking, I'm talking to both. You oh. and the listener. Hello, listener. I hope you've had a wonderful week and welcome to us having a little chat about life. So if you had to go out to school and you could have the perfect pencil case, what would what would it what would be on it and what would be in your pencil case? It would be Pepsi one. And yeah, oh of course classic pencil case. You'd open it up and it would be your set square, pencil, pen, all the all the regular stuff. I remember I compass. had a chicken run pen. Our compass. The thing that you never use, except for stabbing, ironically, a Pepsi can and then open it and drinking it from the middle. Those were the days. Like a beast. Like a, would it be acceptable to drink a can of Pepsi like that now? Just sticking in the compass, not opening the, uh, I'm going to say plug, plug at the end and drinking it that way. Yes, it would be very acceptable in modern places to just stab away at a can. No, just stab the middle. Hold it on its side and kind of drink it like a like a vulture holding a holding a baby greyhound. <laughs> Not like have a good go. The fizzier the better. It's like a fountain of cola. So when I'm travelling home from a gig about midnight, I'm gonna just stand on the station and do that and just see how many looks I get from yeah, the, the onlookers. Shake it up as well. <laughs> yeah, I reckon you should do it, man. Just straight away. <laughs> You get what you want, and uh, it's more theatrical. I think that's why I like to drink cans and drink that way. I'm rather annoyed by this because I've watched a programme that we can't review. Yeah, sorry, my fault again. If we've learned anything over the last few episodes, maybe to check uh, check even the date where things were released. Well, it 
Well, it had Paul Whitehouse in it, so I thought that must be 90s. So I watched Happiness and I loved it. And I was going to find out where the other episodes were on the internet. And uh, it was came out in 2001. Uh, happiness, oh! happiness, the greatest gift that I possess. Oh! I thank the Lord that I've been blessed with more than my share of happiness. Great series, amazing series, but sadly, happiness goes into the box with Charlie Chalk. Afterlife has ripped it off. All this stuff yeah. with Ricky Gervais saying, oh, I've lost my wife. Paul Whitehouse was doing it in 2001. Better. Oh, uh, it really was. It was better. The Gervais, are you? the Gervais army. They're all come after you, all of them. Uh, Paul Whitehouse sounded a bit like Michael Caine at some point. Mark Williams was in it, so was Simon Day, and uh, they had the pub chat that they always have of, what would you do if you owned a pub? Which every bloke has had at some point, going, yeah, I know what we'd do. We'd have all our friends around and drink all the profits. I'd sell cans of drink that could only be owned with a protractor. There we go! That would be (laughs) it for every every drink. I'll have a Guinness, please. Oh, this is going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sit back and enjoy. <laughs> oh, that'd be the dream. If people were having a, a candlelit meal and you just came over and said, "Oh, but I can drink." Oh, there you go. Bang with the compass. Ah! In the <laughs> drink oh. it now. Drink it all now. You can't stop, or it's going to go on the floor. Come on. I, I think it's a great. I think the only problem you would get is obviously ants after a while, because like with that much like fizz, there's going to be some sugar residue on the floor, and they're just going. Yeah. That's the problem. I think that's why we got told to stop doing it at school because they just they just kill joys. School was yeah. taken over by ants. <laughs> All the Tories. Uh, same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Tories ants. They are the same. But this show isn't about ants or Tories. It's about the 90s. How, uh... Sorry, I just had a really weird message going, Canterbury, not available. Uh, I don't know what that means. Is the whole town shut? Has the gate finally closed? Have they finally kicked me out? Was the stag too much? Who knows? <laughs> well, but, what? when was your stag? It was August, wasn't it? It was August. Some yeah. say it was very, very early. Very early. We'll have to do it again. Uh, well, now we don't know how to start with this new format. This is the awkward thing. Most podcasts is park, yeah, most podcasts are slicker than the average bear. How no, we what we do it? is we say, "Oh, shall we start the show?" Is that is that what we do? Oh, shall we? Shall we start the show? Yes, let's start the show. Brilliant! Here we go. Cute titles like they do on um, Takeaway. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Small Screen 90s, the only podcast in the whole of the world, if not the universe, that covers every single show of the 90s 
Mm. So you are watching Small Screen 90s with myself, AMJ, and Chris. Chris Barnes, the Chris Meister, the Barnes, the Barnett. He's here, aren't you? Barnsey. Barnsey. Uh, I don't like Barnsey. He sounded like you gave yourself your own nickname then. I did. Oh, well, when I was at school, I called myself Chris Bones for some silly reason, because I like this TV show called Pirates. I <laughs> just decided to call myself. I think Paul, o, Paul O'Grady was in it. What <laughs> reference? Uh, call me Chris Bones. It was. It just called me Chris Bones. Like, oh, you? Like, get, yeah, right. <laughs> that's quite good, actually. I used to get called Adam Bones because I put on a lot of weight, and it was ironic. <laughs> uh, but we're not here to talk about weight. We're here to talk about fantastic. 90s programs. What's up first, Bonesy? Game on! But Sunday morning is only for the blessed and the sacred moments of silliness. But then I accidentally watched Still Game, which is about two old men in the 2000s, so I couldn't really review it. So did you not watch any of Game On at all? I did watch Game On, yeah. I just <laughs> I had to double check that that's what you'd said, and I was like, oh, we just picked one that isn't again. I uh, I watched Game On. I uh, did a deep dive. Well, I did a deep dive. I went into Series Two, where they changed the characters over slightly as well. And you know oh, what? Yeah, I wish I'd done why that. Why did I do that? I wish I'd done that instead because I went series one, episode one, and I didn't like the, the bloke. Was it the guy who didn't leave the house? Yeah, that one. I didn't like it. So what was it about the guy who didn't leave the house? Did you not like Because he got a surfboard. It's like that means you're a prick straight away if you've got a surfboard. He was waxing his surfboard. <laughs> it does. That's <laughs> Samantha Janus. Is that, she stayed, didn't she? She did. She stayed, and so did. Yeah, and so did the other guy, I believe. It kind of reminded me a bit of... Do you remember Coupling? Yes, I thought we could do Coupling, and then I realised that that is 2000s as well. So I've had a bad yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's been, do you know what? It has been hard. But then again, like, I read out the list the other day and wrote down a load of suggestions. So don't worry, people. There's still a lot of 90s to cover. Yeah. Some of it awful. That makes me shudder a bit, but we're there. They old, used old-fashioned phrases like knobbing. We don't hear knobbing anymore. And we don't. I, I can't even think when that would come up like in a phrase anymore, going, oh, fancy some no. knobbing. We're going to do some knobbing. I think they were more... It's more men behaving badly, but less well-written. On, was... on a budget. Yeah. No, it was one of those things that I remember listening, like, watching back, and remember thinking at the time, thinking, oh, this is great. This is one of the best sitcoms I've ever seen. And then being uh, very, very uh, disappointed. It felt very 90s, like, but in the kind of ITV 90s, as in like every sitcom ITV have ever made, has been pretty shit. There was a bit where Samantha Janus couldn't sleep in her room because her boyfriend was a cage fighter, or not a boxer, was laying on her bed. So she had to go in the ginger bloke's room. And yeah. uh, they were in the same bed. I was like, well, 
what has happened with obviously he'd be on the floor and she'd be in the bed or they have two beds or something that's not why is he she in the bed that's just chivalry isn't it really yeah it was different in the 90s but you could just go into anyone's bed if you couldn't sleep in your own times were different then that the tango man was at large people were drinking <laughs> can drinks from the middle what a time it was to be alive children being slapped in the uh, playground and then they changed it to kissing and that made it better that made it better. Do you remember that? Like, there was a good, like, yeah. few years of just slapping people in the face. Going, you have been tangled and running away. Hello, Johnny. I think we might use a video replay here. Super, Ralph. Let's do that. Yes, we could be in for a quintessential Chango chase sensation here. Why, yes, Tony, let's look again. Yes, Ralph, the big orange fellow run in from the left, and he gives him a good old slapping. It just illustrates the bite and buzz oh, of real oranges in Django. Yes, Ralph, super taste sensation, smashing drink, lovely. You know where you've been, Tango. Yeah, you can really get away with that now, could you? to make someone's face orange. I'm just worried about anything that I ever do being catching on and then people getting bullied for it. It's like, oh, <laughs> that's what I'm not what I meant for it to happen. It, what, what would you do <laughs> that, that got onto that would turn into something where people were getting bullied? I don't know. Well, I make fun of Rain Rooney and people just going up to him and saying, you look like a stuffed monkey. Something I don't, I don't, like that. That's a very niche thing. That someone would see you and then happen to bump into Wayne Rooney. It might happen. Might I, bet happen. It, I bet it already has happened in a parallel universe somewhere. All right, Martin Clunes, friend of the show. Friend of the show, <laughs> Martin Clunes. <laughs> So I'll give him a script of how he wants Doc Martin to really end. Martin Clunes is a friend of the show. I was also obsessed with Blind Pew from The Muppets, so I did call myself Chris Pew at one point. There is lots of different names. <laughs> when people call me Chris, I'm really... It's really scary because I've had so many different names. Trevor, Barnsey, Chris Bones, Chris Pew. Most of them I've invented myself, so I can't really call them nicknames. I've made a conscious effort not to call you like Trevor at gigs because I, I I've just always called you Trev, and, and like it just it just feel and like some one act and I can't remember who said it again. You need to stop calling him Chris because it's quite rude. But <laughs> I, I was like, I, he's not brought it up with me or anything. I don't know if you found it rude, but what what you've called me Chris at gigs? No, calling you Trevor at gigs is is quite no, rude, it's all right. Oh, well, what? <laughs> It means that I know that I'm with comedians if they call me Trev, because then it's like, oh, I know. Al Murray doesn't call Harry Hill Matthew, even though he knew him as Matthew. He still calls him Harry. Makes sense. Those are your names. Mm. If you go into that industry as a name, you're called it forever. Yeah. There we go. Game on. <laughs> Hated it. I wanted to turn it off. It was so long. I, I uh, was very underwhelmed. Very underwhelmed. And you know me, constantly excited by life. I'm annoyed because I forgot that they changed the characters in season two. So it probably been better than the episode that you saw. So I'm giving oh. it the benefit of the doubt that it probably got better or did it. But you nah. wouldn't know, would you? No. <laughs> well, this, this was one of those things where I think for a brief period of time, I had a load of videos of 
off a cousin and I had games on and I watched it quite a few times and thought, oh, this is great. But then revisiting it, it just didn't do it for me. It just didn't do it for me. Sorry, so guys, we're, we're going to have to rate it. Uh, 15. Oh, 15. I'm going to give it 15. So game on, you are getting 15 points. You've forgotten the catchphrase already, haven't you? No, I haven't. You have. On the count of three, let's do it together. <laughs> One, two, three. One, two, three. Let's lock it in. Let's lock it in. There we go. Oh. Seamless. Seamless. <laughs> let's lock it in. Did you forget the catchphrase? I forgot the catchphrase, yes. Oh. I'm not going to lie to you. We've worked with each other too long now to understand why I forgot something or oh, I haven't written anything. There we go. <laughs> But there we go, 15 points for game on, which means we're moving on nicely. What do you want to do next? What about Supermarket Sweep? Ah, oh, yes, Supermarket Sweep. Are you ready to go shopping? Step inside a very special supermarket, the only supermarket in the world that gives you money. £2,000 is waiting on our shelves to be won by some lucky person in this store. The aim of the game is to shop smarter and faster than the next person. And everything in this supermarket is up for grabs. Go on, fill your trolley as high as you can because shopping has never been so much fun. Yes, there's prizes in store and much, much more when you play Supermarket Sweep. So let's welcome today's shoppers who are. You're all on Supermarket Sweep. And here's your host, Dale Winton. Good morning, teams. I'm going to be honest, the new version, Ryland, he's doing a great job at it. But when Dale is Dale and Dale's doing a good job, you can't beat him, can you? No, did you go wild in the aisles? I went wild in the aisles. I watched a compilation program of Supermarket Sweep, and I'll tell you why. I don't need to rewatch it. I know that show inside out. Looking back, though, the prizes were quite cheap. Yeah, the grand total of the prize money, the episode I saw, was £2,000, which is <laughs> three questions on. Who wants to be a millionaire? It's odd, isn't it? And the bonuses weren't great as well, going, you've got an extra £50. Like, oh, come on. You're using the same set for 24 episodes. Spend a bit of money. <laughs> the questions are so easy. Oh, what could this be? It's been pickled. Oh, is it onion? Yeah, go and find it. Could be eggs, though, couldn't it? Could be eggs. When I was could younger... I always thought that the set looked like a supermarket. And then looking at it now, I thought, no, that's just a set with food in it. That's not a supermarket at all. <laughs> Was it one of those moments, like almost like losing your religion, realising, hold on a minute, this doesn't feel right? Well, before I did this, I thought that all telly looked really glamorous all ages. And then you look it back and think, no, it's always looked tacky. It's all you could always tell that it's just recording in the studio. I, uh, but, I don't think this was ever prime time, was it? No, it was... It, well, my memory of it is being sick from off school and watching it in my room 
and uh, <laughs> not feeling very well most of the time. The only time I ever got to watch it was when I was ill. Oh, man. It's one of them shows, isn't it? And when you did catch it, that Neighbours, Home and Away, maybe a cheeky, a cheeky episode of Kilroy. Can't mention him anymore. You can't because you mentioned him before. I do. I, do you know what? I used to love Kilroy. because that show Friend of the show! Another friend of the show. <laughs> Robert Kilroy Silk. I think he joined the BMP. Uh, he, did. he did. Yeah, I don't I loosely use the term friend of the show, Robert Kilroy Silk. Robert Kilroy Silk is a friend of the show. Very loosely. Oh, he won't come on now for an interview, will he, after that? Clunes might. Clunes might? I, I reckon he'd be well up for it. Are you angling for an interview with Clunes? I am. About Doc Martin. That's what I want. Oh, we can't do Doc Martin, can we? No. Uh, Oh, fuck it. Fuck uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel really bad now because we marked down men behaving badly quite low when we did it. So maybe we should well, maybe tell him that, make it we? a bit higher up. We'll see the scoreboard. Yeah, but the Christmas special of men behaving badly, that's how, that's how we win over them celebrities. But we mm. boost up the points because there's always a little bit more effort in a Christmas special, I find. It's like the opposite to a comic relief sketch where people turn up with no effort whatsoever. And you think, yeah, well, fair enough, they're not getting paid. Why? Why would the effort come? I know, but they've got a year to plan it and they don't think of anything good to do. Right, anyway, oh, Supermarket Sweet. Do, they can't, they're not just planning that comic release special on the one of the year for that sketch. Ricky Gervais used to put effort into his sketches. He doesn't do it anymore. He can't be asked. Oh, you've, you, you've turn-coated on Gervais already, haven't you? Oh, yeah, I like, I like him again now. Uh, it, <laughs> He didn't steal everything from Paul Whitehouse. Uh, the inflatable bonuses. Yeah, they were like 250 wasn't they? Yeah, and, and I had... think one was £300. And you had and... to get some of his items off his list when you ran, ran around. And he looked really but, upset if you didn't get them. Like I think he was probably upset at that point anyway. He'd done three a day. Like I think they recorded three of them a day. And imagine doing the third one of trying to be excited of people running around the supermarket. Getting inflatable things. He deserves yes. 10 points for that, to be honest. There was a sadness really, in his eye. I'm really surprised he didn't slip up most of the time and say, oh, we've had a good day this afternoon. Oh, shit. I mean, this morning. <laughs> You're wearing the same blue T-shirts as the other people were. I don't know that and to the, be the exact colour. Not, I've not got a photographic memory. Oh, the contestants were really boring. You could just see Dale look, looking, saying, come on, just give me something. Come on. I can't, See, remember what, I can't even remember what they said. That's how boring it was. He's a chartered surveyor from Croydon. <laughs> and now we have Sue, who collects pencils and owns a Pepsi Max pencil case. <laughs> it, was, it was very much like that. Just, just make something up, right? That if you were that <laughs> dull, wouldn't you make something up to seem more exciting? Yes. Well, I know someone who's been on the chase and they say, do not say you're going to spend the money on a holiday. Think of something else to say that you're going to do it with. Make it more exciting because Bradley just rolls his eyes and we go, you're going on holiday. C come on, come on, something else. Please, something else. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea of Bradley's going, oh. <laughs> what, what would you buy if you won all the money on the chase? And Hegarty's underwear. Uh, um, uh, I, How much do you think that would cost? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I'd buy on the chase. Um, a, a holiday. 
I'd, I'd be the boring person. Like, yay! Yeah. I would buy a. I'd buy a Mega Drive with the entire catalogue of original games. Yeah, but would you play it? No, <laughs> just, but wouldn't it be would great <laughs> if you, you you came round to uh, you came round to old AMJ's house and you and you looked at all the stuff and you just saw a massive shelf full of Mega Drive games and a Mega Drive <laughs> that wouldn't even plug into the TV because it's different connections now. But wouldn't you just be like, oh? Someone's uh, someone's doing all right for himself. Someone's not letting go of his childhood. Someone's playing Chuck Rock. Is that a sealed copy? No, because I'm not. I'm not made of money. I wonder how much a sealed copy of a chop rock would cost nowadays. That's the only one I can remember. Oh, it was loads, but <laughs> oh, yeah. find about find out all about it on a Mega Drive podcast. Yes, it's a small screen video game. <laughs> small screen video game. Supermarket sweet. They did the dash at the end, and the one I watched, they didn't take the trolleys with them, which I thought was stupid. I witnessed a few of those dashes and thought, because they got to keep the stuff they took as well, didn't they? Yeah. So you just would, I think as well, looking at the money on it as well, like sometimes you think you could mm. just make that money up with tins of beans. Yeah, that's why I thought everyone just would go up to their counter and take one off and stick it in the trolley. It's like, well, why don't you take just take, take your all arm off and take them all in? Oh, wouldn't you love to play it though? Wouldn't you love just to go and do a trolley dash around a supermarket? I would, but they don't do them anymore, do they? Very often. Well, there was an accident apparently once in a little. <laughs> so I'm not making that up. But but imagine doing a trolley dash around a little with like 250 pounds. You feel like you feel like an emperor. I'll oh, just do the normal joke of just go through the tills. Yeah, it's all right until then you buy the bags. So, what are we going to rate? What? I was, I was just going to say that's all right to oh. you buy the bags, but that's every supermarket. Why is it that for like, I, I just think, like, oh, little, you've got to buy the bags there. But you have to buy a bag everywhere. Yeah. It's have now I, the have law. I just been stealing bags? You might have been. How do you, how do you feel about that law? Because I remember when it was passed, I had a roommate at the time. Who was furious? I've never seen a man that angry that he had to pay five p for a bag. It's twenty p now. Disgusting. That's that's the only way to get round it is just take your own bag. Yeah, so much like it's meant to. But I don't think it saves the environment because they still make bags. It's not like they stop making bags because everyone takes their own bag. Well, well, why don't they just get rid of the plastic bags and only sell the bigger bags that are like the woven ones, I believe that's the term. So then, like, you'd have to remember your bag then because you don't want to spend, like, £2.50 and you don't want, and you want a good bag. 
You don't want the hot take on the back of the week. You don't want one that says Star Wars Episode 7 or anything, or bag it up or something like that, or what's in your bag. You want a good bag. You're fully aware I that I used, to have a, I used to have a Star Wars bag of Broughton Stage. Uh, that was that was a oh, <laughs> we're in dark territory now. But the only I've now bought an Only Fools and Horses bag and it's too small to put anything in. I bought that Only Fools and Horses bag. I didn't even need a bag. I just thought it was Only Fools and Horses. And is that the one where one side of it is yellow with the Only Fools and Horses logo, and the other side just has the worst picture of Dale Boy ever? Oh, he's got the bag, people. Yeah. It don't need that. Turn it around. Turn it around. Like it just need. If that was on both sides, that would be a classic bag for life. But for some unholy reason, it's got that on the back. It doesn't need it, does it? No. It ruins for, it. It ruins the class of only balls and horses. And also, that's a picture from when they became millionaires for the uh, beginning of the episode, and then lost it all in ten minutes. Oh well, luckily we never review that episode. But what are we doing at Christmas? I, I think we need to uh, work out what supermarkets we've got. 50? Do you know what? I think a 50 for supermarket sweep is a possibly... Yeah, that's a brilliant one. Let's give it 50. Lock it Lock in! Lock in! Oh. <laughs> Lock no, do it in. again. I thought we did it slowly. Okay. One, right. two, three. Lock. Lock it. <laughs> well, we just get a voiceover in this. Let's lock it in. One, yeah. two, three. Lock oh, it we'll... in. It's locked no. in. All right, it's done. It's definitely it's, locked it's, in. It's locked in the great vault of the 90s, which takes us nicely. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's our next show. What you got? Is it that amazing show hosted by Matthew Kelly? 
It is now. <laughs> it wasn't. You bet. I had a bit of a roller coaster with you, Bet. Firstly, being I got it confused with Don't Try This at Home with Davina McCall, which is a different show completely. Yeah. And then I would have really marked it down low if I'd continued watching the episode I started watching, but then I found gold. I found one. The first one I watched was it was around the country and they were doing like normal things. It was quite reasonable. It was a motorboat versus a rowing boat. I thought, this is not mad enough. I want like the little kid that could identify all the tube stops by um, just seeing a little bit of the underground map. I wanted that kind of mad shit. And then I turned on the next episode and it got uh, Bob Carroll G's on it. Sold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, lock it in. Let's lock it in. What was that? <laughs> who could spit the pervert? No, it was a man who had got a sword and could take out all the hearts on a, a board was a revolving with the cards on it and he had to try and stab and get all the hearts in order oh. what episode did you watch i watched one episode and i don't know what because it was weird because i couldn't find a proper solid episode of it one where he came on a, the weirdest monologue i think i've heard any presenter ever do that I was just trying to explain you. Did you watch this one? I was just trying to explain you bet to someone. And it's a bit like this, and that happens, and this happens. And I was just like, what? And then the <laughs> audience gave him a round of applause. And I was just sat there going, well, this doesn't help, does it, Kelly? Because 30 years later, I'm trying to work out what you bet is, and you're not giving me anything. Uh, so I saw quite a few bits on that one as well. There was a good old, uh, there was a, a fire truck racing a police car. Yeah, personal highlight of mine and uh who won who won uh, the fire truck one i had road rolled bowling yeah which a man had to roll a ball along a road and i don't know what i got it in my head for i thought it could be a temping bowling ball and not just yeah. a little not a cricket ball it's like oh it would be more fun with her if he just tried temping bowling ball melvin hayes was on it as well, from Anarf Hot Mum. You don't get that any mention of Melvin Hayes anymore, do you? He's still about. I had Googled him and thought, he's, he's still with us at point of recording. At <laughs> point of recording, Melvin Hayes is still alive. I honestly thought he was dead. Are you sure that's right? Yeah, he's 85 or something. Oh, yeah, he's, happy he's, birthday, he's... Melvin, from all that small screen. It's not his birthday. It, it, well, you don't, he's not got many left, bless him. So did you, did you, let's <laughs> try and lighten the mood. Did you enjoy the show? Did you, did you like it? I never watched it in the 90s. And it was one of those things. It was almost like finding pets with prizes again. Uh, the, the only thing that I didn't like about it, the concept's great. The whole idea of just getting people to do crazy stuff doesn't really happen anymore. But it 
does and it's that whole kind of TikTok thing, but it was just nonsense on the TV. And I thought, I would have loved this, but it was probably one of those programmes that my parents hated, so I never got to watch. And uh, Matthew Kelly just, I don't know, he's like... He's he too mad. Stars in your eyes. He's <laughs> either too mad or he's too reserved. He's just... <laughs> Kelly, find a happy medium, Kelly. That's all we want. Did you well, like it? He, well, I course I liked it, because at one point he said, last week we did the Pat Sharp Frisbee Challenge. I thought, oh, yes, you did. And um, <laughs> Pat Sharp had to, do, uh, he had to do forfeits if he did it wrong. So... Um, Pat had to come back and hold some uh, scary animals, which one of them, one of them was uh, a spider and the other one was a centipede. I was like, that's not a scary animal. Well, it depends what like sharks scared of, really, isn't it? Imagine <laughs> like it's like it, here's a snake, here's a tortoise. Imagine like how you'd feel. Yeah, well, yeah, that is true. His but, little, his little head poking out and licking your arm. I think it would, it would be in my contract to say. If I do a forfeit, it's not going to be a tortoise. You can't make it a tortoise. I'll walk off. I'll do a Piers Morgan and leave the stage if you make it a tortoise. Yeah, it's different in the 90s, though, especially with Kelly involved. The minute he mentioned tortoise, he'd probably be in a bar full of tortoises. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not having a nice tortoise bath. Oh, that sounds... Yeah, I do, I do like... I did like it. I think it's something that could come back, actually. There was how many letters are in a news headline? You had three seconds to see how many letters in the news headline, and he did them all. I thought, of course you did. And there was a bloke from Norway that took a mountain bike down a mountain to try and beat a skier. And uh, <laughs> who won? Uh, the the skier did. The uh, mountain bike didn't get down there fast enough. <laughs> He's still there. He's still there. Badly frozen his remains into the mountain. And there were some men who had to build a video wall and put it in order like it was some little jigsaw puzzle. One, one of them said, oh, they should be able to do it because they're not women. I thought, well, that's a bit sexist. That is really sexist. I did get the feel it was like loads of kind of like pilots of game shows. Yeah, going like, well, this didn't work as a full show, but we can just uh, shoehorn it into you bet. We can't afford to make that TV wall every week, but we can do it once. And Matthew Kelly uh, person didn't do their bet, so he had to go on a bobsleigh. Matthew Kelly on a bobsleigh. Well, the other <laughs> thing with that as well, it's going like, I'm sure like every now and then like the producer must whisper in his ear, hey up, Kelly, you're going to have to lose this one, son. Ratings are going down. We want to see you in the bobsleigh. Want another series, do you? Get in the bobsleigh. Oh, that's what Bob Carroll was trying to make happen. He was like, You're, the bloke's not going to do it because I just want you to do a forfeit. <laughs> also, Bob Carroll on it. No spit the dog. I know. What? I know. What? Oh, man. At that point, you think he was thinking what? about opening that candle shop. Yeah, he was thinking, I'm going to move away from the dog. This the, act, the, the dog. This has gone too far. It can't go any further than this. <laughs> It's rich, it's potential, isn't it, of a dog spitting? Did, did you pop Carol G's and spit the dog of light? Did he ever light? I'm sure he just made the noise. He didn't have a spit, did he? Not the dog, Bob Carol G's light. Oh, maybe it started with the real dog, and then he, the dog didn't want to do it anymore, so he just got a puppet. I want... <laughs> 
Just big outtaken. I just I just don't want to do it anymore. That the spotlights are hurting me reckless. A great dane. A great dane. <laughs> come on. Come on, just spit for me. Come on. And that act would have changed quite a bit. That would have been like going from Muppets to Muppet Babies. <laughs> so just no one wants that. Maybe that dog off Beethoven would have been good just to spit. Do you know that do you know it was a lady? What, the dog from Beethoven? Yeah. Really? I never knew. There's, that. No, there's no testicles. Not that no, I was just, looking, but I just remember when a kid. kid <laughs> it's a bit like Jurassic Park. They, they, they all have to get female dogs because no one wants to see the testicles. <sighs> and, he, and he clearly wasn't muted because they had puppies in uh, the successful yeah. sequel, Beethoven Second. That, there's a clever pun, pun for you. Du, 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 du. <laughs> du, du, du. Don't know why um, I did that for. Uh, I was quite impressed. Like, yeah, I'll play you some Beethoven, and I don't. Oh, sorry. Oh, I've just, I've just got a, a a big note that would probably change the uh, the scoring. Darren Day was replaced. Matthew Kelly. I don't know what I think about Darren Day. I don't know where he's gone. You don't see him anymore. I always used to get him confused with Jason Donovan. I thought they looked too similar for my liking. Like, Donovan or Day. That, that's a game show. That should have been on you, Bet. Can you identify <laughs> Jason Donovan or Darren Day? That would be a well, good I've, one. I'm just feeling them. Well, I found a, a newer episode with him hosting, and it was Davina McCourt and Anton Deck were on the panel deciding if, if it had... Uh, we don't also would like to say gamble responsibly don't just because they've told they told you to bet doesn't mean you have to yeah gamble aware we're gonna have to put something at the beginning now but in play now <laughs> gamble aware especially on ridiculous bets because you might be notified that you are the king of comedy Yes. Well, well, no, well, that wasn't really... You just decided that the winner would be called the King of Comedy and then you won. But... <laughs> well, that's what a bet is. And you agreed to said that. <laughs> I know, but when once you've done a medley of songs, then you can't really top that with a joke. Oh, here's a knob gag. So it doesn't really work, does it? Anyway, I'm you, not bitter. You could have topped that with a joke. You could have. I believe in your talent. So... Peasant. <laughs> Peasant. <laughs> That wasn't in the rules. It wasn't that I, I, you have to actually be a king. It's just that you are the king of comedy. I am the king of comedy. Uh, well, there we go. It's, it's nice to be the king of comedy. But is this show the king of the 90s? Well, let's find out. Chris, what would you mark this out of 90? 50? I was going to give it 45, but I think oh. I push it up to 50. There were some good ideas in it. Bob Carroll, geez, gives it an extra five points. Yeah, now, now you told me Bob Carroll, geez, without spit the dog, just like, did his arms oh, yeah. twitch quite a bit? Like, he, he was looking for something to fit on. Yeah, it was like muscle memory, like going, oh, no, I haven't got it with me. Oh, oh he's naked. He's naked. <laughs> wow. Well, let's do it. Let's put you bet into the small screen 90s vault. Let's. Lock, Lock it in. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just funny that we can't never get it right. Let's lock it in.
the final show tonight. It's Saturday night. It must be Gladiators. Now, when people say, what is entertainment? Do you know what is? This is entertainment. And it had a place in the 90s and it didn't need to be brought back. It was fine just there. Oh, what are your personal highlights of Gladiators? Uh, John Fashionew and uh, Arika Johnson. Is she from Sweden? But she does a really posh English accent. The whole time. I believe she is from Sweden. I can't yeah. confirm or deny that fact. Well, what, when watching it, I just realised it's basically the chasers, isn't it? You get someone who's really good at something trying to catch one of the members of the public. It's uh, Well, you could say it'd be a very different show if uh, Anne Haggerty had to uh, chase someone <laughs> off a travelator <laughs> and ask some questions. <laughs> I'd like to see it. Just beating oh. them with one of those massive kind of earbuds. Oh, they've got to do a crossover where they do gladiators and chasers and they have to have the chasers chasing after people and ask them questions. Oh, that's if they get you. <laughs> you have to sit an exam. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be brilliant. Just wolf. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, I forgot how much I love gladiators until watching it it was such a great show and like i remember wolf especially because we had a drama teacher who looked like him and every lunchtime we'd sneak backstage and like lower the curtain and like set off a fire extinguisher or something and he'd turn up and just chase us out uh and then we just used to hum the feet to gladiators whilst he was running after us bless him uh got in a lot of trouble for that and excluded but still fun times why is wolf the only bad guy on it because all the other gladiators are bad guys because they're stopping the the contestants should be the good guys, shouldn't they? And the gladiators, the baddies, because they're trying to stop them. But they only boo wolf. One and word it... for you. Toys! Yes. You don't oh, get yeah. con contestant toys, do you? You never got oh, a gladiator no. figure that was just Dave from Chelmsford. I forgot the toys. And also, they used to play Another One Bites the Dust when they fell off something. Oh, the saddest thing I ever saw in the 90s was I had a friend who had loads of toys and I went round that once and he had turtles and he had gladiator figures and you know they had the big old like earbuds mm -hmm. I don't know the technical name for them like obviously one of his fingers lost the earbuds so he replaced it with an actual earbud <laughs> <laughs> it just looked so sad like <laughs> just looking at himself going oh sometimes things aren't that bad did you have any gladiator toys? I think so. I remember them. I can't remember having them, but I do remember them. I must have done. I don't think we were allowed 
I think they... my parents w- went for a phase of going, oh, that's very violent, but still had every single like turtle thing going, which I'm sure is more violent. Oh, I thought, gonna... I thought you were going to say because they look... one of the figures looked like your teacher. Oh, yeah, you can't have that. That's you like that. your drama teacher. Yeah, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? If you go over, oh, those action heroes, the real heroes of today, <laughs> teachers. <laughs> I like the referee, John Anderson. Anderson, but what is the point of him? He just What's goes the point right. Of him? What is the point? No, because there's no rules, is there? Well, there is rules, but he don't. He doesn't really step in and say you've broke. I've never seen him st- <laughs> go reverse a decision and say no. Actually, that was wrong. I He's not a proper ref. <laughs> well, I know, but he was there to blow the whistle. You will go on my first whistle. My first whistle. You will go. And my second whistle, you will not go at all. The one I watched at the end, there was a one second difference between its contestants. So he just basically blew his whistle and then blew his whistle again. It's like, what is the point in that? Just blow it once and let them go. <laughs> let them go. Let them go. He used to love that. And some of them gladiators, like my hench as well. It, it, it kind of depends what gladiator you're up against, I think. Mm. Because, like, some of it was more strength, weren't it? As opposed to, like, athletic abilities. Look, like, yeah. if you could be against any gladiator, who would you fight? In Hunter. the gladiators, not having, like... Hunter, Hunter, good Hunter. gladiator. I was going to say Jet, but then that would be unfair, because she'd, she'd definitely be right. catch me and kick the shit out of me. <laughs> she would. I'm going to have to go with Wolf, because I feel like we've fought many a time, and I know uh, I can out... Oh, no, no. Oh no, I'd say Magnus from the new series. Oh only because only because I've met him. He he's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. I could take you. He's a wrestler called Nick uh looks like Eldis. And uh he he used to be in Gladiators when they brought <laughs> it back for Sky. And I've had, I've got a picture with me stood next to him. That's a good that's a good photo to have. <laughs> what and what is the thing at the moment as well? Like where every comedian I spoke to seems to either be getting into or into wrestling. I don't know. Maybe it's a crossover. It did. Did you know what? We should have what a wrestling mean, match. What do you mean? Get into what do you mean? Likes wrestling or wants to actually have a, do a wrestle? Well, I think it looked like a lot of people like it as well. Like, I get that. <laughs> but like Adam's started to get into it, Adam Morrison. And like, it just seems to be every other comedian other than me. <laughs> And I feel like I want to get into fit in, but I, I I don't want to get in. I don't need to be into anything else in my life. I only got into it because my friends at school, we had nothing else in common, but they like wrestling. So I started watching it so I could talk to them. And my Harry brother Hogan. used to like it. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Hogan. Harry Hogan, that was his name. Instead of having like maybe a comedy roast battle like next year, Maybe kind a of rest- a gladiator type thing. Yeah, do, do you want to yeah. wrestle? I can wrestle, yeah. <laughs> no, don't, don't like this. I don't. I think it'd be terrible. It's like, did, did you ever sign up for that comedian boxing thing? No. Well, what comedian boxing thing? Comedian? Well, it was ages ago, and I email like, would you fancy doing a charity night where comedians box each other? And then I thought, it's all right, but it depends who you get, doesn't it? I kept joking I was going to do cage fighting in a car park in Maidstone. 
with rest, with uh, comedians. It's like, yeah, we've, we've got it all sorted out. We've got our um, the uh, right certificates. We can do it. It's fine. We, we can do it. It's all illegal and stuff. Because I used yeah, to like celebrity... Uh, is it uh, celebrity boxing? With yeah, yeah. Bob Mortimer did it and uh, Ricky Gervais and Grant Bovey. Oh, that's a great show. <laughs> I think that needs to come back at all. Bob said he's got some footage of him fighting Ricky Gervais, but Ricky Gervais yeah. wouldn't let them show it. But he goes, <laughs> but it's really funny. It's really <laughs> kicks the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gervais. Again, I like Gervais. Uh, friend of the show. I like yeah, Gervais. Yeah. I bet you um, do. I up Afterlife 4, <laughs> where all the characters um, are probably in heaven. <laughs> what? Uh, rounds did were on the show that you watched. So there was that one where they fight in the middle with the, with the big earbuds to push one on. Oh, that's um, uh, oh tilt. Is that tilt? Tilt was on it. That's the one. And then it finished with the big kind of I don't know. It's like an adventure playground. The Eliminator. Eliminator, it was so boring to this. Powerball, uh, the wall. We get just climb Powerball, wasn't it? Yeah, the wall was the wall is a whole show now, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. Not. but they Danny died doesn't make you let you climb up it, you have to answer questions off it. Do you know what? Did everyone just steal the ideas for their game shows from 90s based shows using agility? Is that what happened? Dead. Skytrack was basically scale electrics upside down, and you had to be chased by one of the gladiators being ch- chasing behind you. That's what happens if you chase someone that you chase them behind you. You don't chase them in front because that's a bit stupid. Yeah, just always behind. Always uh, behind. Powerball. They had to pick up the blue balls, and no one made a joke about it. I was very annoyed. <laughs> I think that joke would have been done quite a lot by that point. Picking up the blue balls, or Papa Smurf. Hang tough. We had to go along, swinging along on the sonic rings. Oh, that's a nice little... Uh, that was one I saw, a new kids on the block reference there. What? Hang, hang tough was one of their oh. songs, I believe. Actually, I don't know that to be right. Don't write in any letters, people, please. Oh, and uh, on Tilt, one of them said he's trying to tug him off. And I was like, come on, come on, we're, we're better than this. <laughs> Even though... No. I'm happy with that. That's a good gag. Tug him off. Tug isn't used enough anymore as a word. Only when no. to describe small boats moving ferries. <laughs> Which is going to happen a lot more, I think. So, if you were allowed, would you go on the uh, Eliminator and do all the... Me in the 90s or me yeah. now? No, you now. That'd be funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, though? The thing is, though, I think I can probably do anything in the world until it actually comes to it and I'm staring it in the face. Uh, I'll give it a go. I'll give anything a go. Do you know what? All, yeah, I reckon I could. All the things they did, apart from the balance beam, I'd be really shit at, I think. The balance beam would be my downfall, obviously, suffering from dyspraxia. It could I, possibly I, be the greatest bit of TV ever. I remember doing the balance beam at school and my PE teacher had to hold my hand and I was like this is the mo- this, this is really degrading this really <laughs> makes me feel bad 
<laughs> I'm going to live this down. No one ever brought you up again, but I was like, I don't want to hold your hand, Mr. Tongate. Oh, I've said his name now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, he was my drama teacher. <laughs> he, he's catchphrase with speedy light, speedy light, son. My one-legged grandmother can go faster than you. And Barnes is not built for speed, is one of the things he used to say as well. <laughs> oh, things were different back then, weren't they? Where you could but abuse children. he was an overweight PE teacher, so he really had no room to talk. He's one he of these ones like, no. One of those which, ones. Always wear shorts, don't they, the PE teachers? Was your PE teacher fat? No, my, my PE teachers were quite athletic. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we had any fat PE teachers. <laughs> right in doing... with your <laughs> right fat in. PE teachers. Yeah, I know. I stopped doing PE the moment I could. I tried to get out of it once and said that my left leg hurt. And then when I, when I was leaving the field, he said, "You're now leaning on your right leg." I was like, "Oh, am I? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. oh I've been done." To... <laughs> Did you used to have to have a note? Yeah, I said, oh, "I've done my leg in." It's like, yeah, you know, you know, limping on the other one. Continuity's gone out the window. That's it. Um, well, and that's what well, Gervais demands whilst he was doing this sitcom. <laughs> Continuity. Apparently, that light wrestlers in Gladiators, that staying character, they couldn't really do anything else other than when they were being the Gladiators, which was... Really? Yeah. Well, especially Wolf, because he couldn't really have him being nice when he wasn't on camera, if you saw him in the street. That's odd, though, isn't it? They must slip in and out of it. They can't see someone all the time. I'm sure, like, he'd go home and be nice to his wife and not just... <laughs> be wolf. ...at the table. <laughs> sure he's a nice guy. <laughs> like, I'm going to chase you around the garden on rings. <laughs> just got that. That's why they were so, like, ripped. But now... But now Ninja Warrior has now completely taken the same format without the gladiators and thought, no, we just want the the funfare at the end to run up and down on. I don't care about the contestants. No. I want gladiators. Yeah, I yeah, I always want the gladiators to win. <laughs> I don't want the um, contestants to win. I, I want to go to the Birmingham NEC and just have and, and just have gladiators. I want gladiators to reform as a band. That's what I want. I want them to bring it back, but with all the old gladiators, and they've got to do it. Like, you've got to bring Jet back and Wolf and Hunter and Saracen uh, uh, and the women ones. <laughs> Thunder. And many more. Light, lightning. Lightning, wasn't it? Lightning. Yeah. I think, I think that's what needs to happen. But... Yeah, get get the old school. Didn't they bring some of the old ones back when they brought it back for Sky? I think they brought Wolf back. Of course they brought Wolf back. <laughs> Can't have gladiators. He must have been the most popular man of the 90s. Of course he was, he was. Yeah. He was always in character. Like, he couldn't shake it in the local Tesco's. Hello. <laughs> 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 like, everywhere. Having a turd. <laughs> The only problem was he was the most beloved one, really, because everyone knew who he was. But, uh, but he, he wasn't really threatening, was he? He, was, he looked a bit like your teacher. Yeah, and he was I was going to say something else then. I was going to say something else then, but I stopped myself. 
Good. Uh, Good work. Yeah, co- cotton buds. Yeah, I think we've covered everything now. We've covered everything, but we haven't covered something, have we, Barnes? What would no. you give this out of 90? I would give it 65. Do you know what? Well, I think that's a perfectly good score. Let's give it 65. Do you know what that means? Do you know what we have to do now? Yeah, we have to try and get it in sync. Come on. Lock. Lock. It. it. In. So, we'll be back next time with some more rating of 90s programmes out of 90. Small screen 90s and we can't lips, we can't sync our, our catchphrase yet. But we will do it soon. And we will. And we will see what gets locked in. See, I didn't even know I was going to do it then. So I didn't even bother speaking. So, bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps to detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.